everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Art Things Considered, where we consider art. My name is Matthew Slaza. I'm Isabella Pico. I'm Sabrina Braga. And I'm Nico Williams. And we've got a great show for you this week. Um, besides the fact that a certain couple of holidays are coming up, and we're going to talk about some of our holiday traditions and some holiday specials. Maybe we'll talk about some movies and stuff. And uh, I'm going to talk about the Christmas album from a certain singer. But other than that, we've got the usual show for you, and it's pretty dang good this week. So let's start off with the Broadway beat. Thanks, Matt. Uh, Big news. So Hamilton mixtape dropped last week. I actually want to start with that first. Um, So far, I think... Everyone who I've heard who has listened to the mixtape, even if they weren't super big into Hamilton, like they were just like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I like Hamilton. They mm. listen to the mixtape. They're like, hey, that mixtape is pretty good. Like, you know, Yo, I that's think a mixtape. That's it, what they're saying. It, they did a really good job for it. I I have myself have not got a chance to sit down and listen to the full thing. That is what I'm planning to do on my three and a half car ride home for Christmas three and a half break. hour car ride home. Yeah, so I'm probably gonna. No, she's gonna jump in three and a half cars. Yeah. <laughs> Did I say three and a half cars? You said no, three and a half. No, you just said three and a half. Oh, just car, kept it really yeah, loose. Yeah, car yeah. ride home. Uh, like you know, hours. You guys got me. You guys got me. Sorry, it's final. I mean, week. I corrected you. Yeah, you you understood what I was saying. Anyways, I'll be throwing on the mixtape when I go to do that, but. We've had some performances. Kelly Clarkson was on the Today Show. She did her rendition of uh, It's Quiet Uptown. And actually, fun little fact behind that was that she, when she was pregnant with her son, someone sent her an email link to like Quiet Uptown. And the whole song is about, you know, Hamilton and his wife being super upset about their son dying. So she was like, wow, cool. Thank you for sending me this. <laughs> like, really appreciate that as a pregnant mother. Mad so props, right? Yeah. yeah it, I thought that was funny. But she, it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful rendition of the song that she does. I like it a lot. But I know you, Matt, have seen the other performances. Oh, uh, yeah. There are, some, uh, there are some other ones coming up as well. But there have been a couple performances in the last days that have been Pretty solid. Uh, last night the to, to, on the Tonight Show, um, Buster Rhymes, Joel Ortiz, and the Roots performed "My Shot," and it was phenomenal. It was just so darn good, and the crowd was going crazy. That's one of my favorite songs off the off the mixtape. Yeah, it's really. I haven't good. listened to the whole thing yet because I like to listen to albums all the way through in my car mm-hmm. before I listen to them. Otherwise. <laughs> Because I feel like I get the full experience in my car. Yeah, you have nothing else to do. Like, you have to sit there and you have to listen. You know, it's not like and you can... And it's good speakers. Like, you're surrounded yeah, by it. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you can like sit there and throw it on, like, background music with homework or cooking or whatever distracting mm-hmm. you. So, I'll tell you on that. And, and the, flow on, the flow on that song is freaking nuts. Oh, it's like, crazy. They do such a good job. Oh, it's so good. And then I listen to... I'm about halfway through, maybe. No, I'm probably, like, eight songs in, so it's not quite halfway through. But um, I just finished Watsky's song, which is... Really fun and uh, innately Watsky, so that was nice. Um, but which, it's, it's, which it's one really did good. he do? He did an open letter, which was when um, he gets fired by John Adams. Oh yeah! Oh my God! Okay, all right. And it's it's pretty solid because they sample like throughout the mixtape they sample little things from the yeah, show, but like they also have their own. Yeah, they also have their own life, but it's like it has little samples and like shoutouts. And that was really funny because his like his rap is is dope, but it also has like a little shout out to the sit, sit down John moment. Yeah, and that's uh, it's perfect. I can't I can't say anything else about it. All right, awesome. But yeah, they performed on the Tonight Show last night. Super awesome. It's on the Tonight Show uh, website. And it's also on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, I watched it on YouTube, and it's also on their Facebook. It's everywhere. I mean, people are sharing it too. Um, and then the Ham for Ham, which I feel like a lot of people don't know about, but they did a special Ham for Ham. Yeah, I feel. 
like the ham for ham, you will only really know about it if you follow like the Hamilton accounts on social media or yeah. if you're kind of more of a hardcore Broadway fan. I know about them because like I follow their account on Instagram and, and stuff <laughs> and like Facebook that. And Facebook and stuff, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, they did a massive ham for ham on t- uh, the December first mm-hmm. for the release, uh, and it's on the Hamilton YouTube. Uh, I think that's what the YouTube's called. I want to assume it's Hamilton, uh, but it's it's super cool and it's it's pretty amazing. It's outside the Richard Rogers, like all the other ham for hams, and it's uh, super dope. So if you haven't watched that yet, go check it out. It's super fun. Uh, I would watch the Tonight Show performance first, just because. Uh, well, I'm a huge fan of the Tonight Show. Did Did you watch the Millennials yet? Uh, yeah, it's really good. It was I mentioned it last week, yep. actually. I watched it. I want to tell you, I watched it, and it was good. It was it's, good. It, it's wonderful. I mean, everything he does is great. Yeah, so. it's fantastic. But uh, next topic of information, since we're doing a- <laughs> Topic of information. Yeah, topic of Picking information. Picking on you on that one. Go ahead. Thanks. Uh, it's the Hairspray Live show is tomorrow night, but by the time I'm sure this is released, it will not be um, Tuesday night anymore. I would assume. So, yeah, yeah, I would assume. Oh, not Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Sorry, today is Tuesday. Um- yeah, so it's going to be 7, 7, 7 p.m. NBC, and yeah, lots to look forward to, but one big thing is that I know they've had this concern with the past live shows is what getting rained out, if they have anything outside that's taking place outside, mm-hmm. and Hairspray, uh, according to what I read online, has five outdoor sequences, <laughs> so that's a lot of chances to get oh, rained no. on. It's yeah, a lot of contingency plans right yeah, there. Yeah, they know they have a, I mean, thank God they have contingency plans. They've got... Oh, they, uh, you you know. Yeah. And something like that you have to. Yeah, you have to. They've got tarps they're going to set up just in case. Um, I think some of them have umbrellas that they'll be able to use for um, acts or songs, like Good Morning Baltimore and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but one, I mean, it also makes sense because like, it's live... So if it rains in some of the scenes, it's just raining in those scenes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Though they've got, um for Timeless to Me, I believe what it is is that they've got a plan to take the number inside. Yeah. But for the rest of them, I think they said if it's going to be raining, they're just kind of leave it as like, oh, that's the aesthetic. You know, it was yeah, just exactly. raining while it was happening, you know. So just to like leave it very natural, which I appreciate, you know. Uh, it, it doesn't matter where the like if it's raining it's yeah. raining it's outside you yeah know? Like, it rains outside sometimes um and the and the beauty is you know obviously these cameras like there's when you can, one you could cover them but a lot of them are waterproof and pretty yeah and another thing they're solid. waterproofing is you know makeup and they're trying to get <laughs> the clothing hard, to waterproof really. yeah yeah is making sure that like they're not soaked in the next scene yeah. like all that type of stuff so that's fun even like waterproofing makeup is hard it's really oh hard. Yeah. yeah like they're like oh get waterproof mascara I'm like why it doesn't work <laughs> like yeah. when I'm at beauty stores I yeah well I mean I'm just a, I'm more excited to see like what happens if it does rain it'll be interesting to see just to see how they handle that it's always cool yeah. to see professionals do something like that didn't it rain during Greece or think, had just rained uh, yeah it was, something it like was that? So, I was gonna say it was I think it was Greece where that happened it, like they got sprinkled on yeah. or something just a little bit. But they handled it. No, Greece was fantastic. They did a really good mm-hmm. job on Greece. Yeah, I remember I was watching, like, I never saw the actual Greece live, believe it or not. Really? Oh, um, it was so good. I'm, I'm like, an okay fan of Greece. Like, I'm not a huge fan. Um, like, I, I tolerate it. But I didn't watch it because, like, I missed it live. And then I think it was online for a little bit and I just never got around to it. But what I saw was, like, a behind the scenes video of. The cameras in the control room. Oh, and was, that was it was nuts. crazy. Yeah, I remember that. Like, <laughs> camera two, camera three, go. Camera two, ca- like, it was crazy. Yeah, back it's and like, forth, back and forth. Camera like three, camera three, go. Ping like, pong I, table. like, they were just switching constantly. 
in like the TD deserves an award for that one. Yeah. So hard work, man. Inside baseball on that reference. Anyway, hmm. uh, let's talk about Waitress. In yeah, Color Waitress and Color Purple. Really exciting. The Grammy nominations. I think that's fantastic. I was reading it and. Uh, you know what? I'm like half of me is surprised that waitress got thrown on there, but then the other half of me is not because I'm like Sarah Borales, you know, <laughs> my girl. She was gonna get the nomination just simply because of well, one like her, but two because like the album is is pretty good. I'm surprised that it wasn't like her album that got nominated instead of the actual cast album. That is actually a really good point. Yeah, with what both shows are nominated for is the best musical theater album. So yeah, which I guess is like it had it had to be the cast album. Yeah. Um. Um, but yeah, I mean, the competition's not that hard. No, um, the other shows that also got not that on Kinky there, Boots isn't a great show. Kinky Boots. Well, here's the thing with the Kinky Boots: it's the London cast, which is so, good. Which yeah, which is cool. They were the, actually I read somewhere they were the first London cast to be included in the Grammy Awards since Mamma Mia, and like I think it was like twenty. No, not I think it was like two thousand and two or something like that. So that's kind of cool. But yeah. it was Bright Star, Color Purple, Fiddler on the Roof, uh, Kinky Boots, and Waitress. So that'll cool be cool. We find out about those uh, February 12th, and I know you're going to be talking about more later, right? Yeah, hint, hint. I'll be talking about yeah, some Grammy hint, stuff hint. later. Um, also wanted to throw out there that uh, some other cool little nominations I saw that are kind of Broadway-y. Um, Best <laughs> Traditional Pop Vocal Album. So, Andrea Bucelli, he's not very broadway but Cinema, I think that was that was from... I was trying to scope it out a little. That looked good. Looked like some a lot of people had liked it. Um, my boy Josh Groban for his Stages Live. We were talking about this earlier the show me and Matt that uh or Matt and I that uh you know the this album we talked about it last spring about it coming out in April Mm -hmm. so it's really like once again back to the waitress thing half of me is really surprised it's on here but then the other half is not because he does a lot of Broadway Mm -hmm. um you know covers on this album and you can't be you can't be surprised because of time like you can't be time biased same thing happens with the Oscars people are like oh man I forgot about that movie it's like oh well yeah but You know, <laughs> some yeah. movies come out different times. It's kind of nice to see that it was like good enough that they, you know, kept it on the radar. That we're like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, we gotta remember to keep this guy in the pile. But uh, who else? Uh, Barbara Streisand um, with her album Encore, movie partner, sing Broadway. So those are called cool, 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 cool. Um, but with Josh Groban, he has actually just announced that he is gonna be staying in his Broadway show that he's in right now, which is a Broadway musical called uh, Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812. Often referred to as just the Great Comet. Yeah, usually just like that. Um, he's gonna be staying till the summer, which is really cool. So I think they put more tickets out on sale because of that, because everyone's like, "Oh my God, Josh mm-hmm. is staying longer. The fans are gonna love it." So they threw out more tickets. Uh, it's a great show. It's about war and peace. Um, fantastic story. If anyone does not know about it, highly recommend looking into it. And it's, he's going to be there till July 2nd. And it's impressive. He sings acts, uh, plays instruments in the show. So, but him staying there means that he gets to hang out for award season for the Tonys and all that type of stuff. So smart thinking, smart thinking. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. No, cool stuff. Go Josh. Go Groban. (laughs) Way to the Grammys. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh. I, I guess that's that's it for yeah. That wraps up a uh, Broadway beat. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go tend to my wounds. Uh, <laughs> I'm never gonna stop making jokes about Broadway beat. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, local theater. There's a lot of familiar stuff this week, as a uh, as I've mentioned in the past previous three or four weeks. Um, the ultimate Christmas show at the Hip, playing through December 18th. Uh, talked about that Christmas variety show, kind of like Shakespeare abridged. Um, and then also, of course, their Christmas Carol production is running through December 22nd. 
I had a friend who actually went to see it the other day, so it was really interesting, so that's good. Uh, GCP, their little women musical, is running through December 18th. Always worth checking out. Uh, GCP, plus, you know, we talked about it. Little Women's a great, great book, and, like, it's interesting that they did it as a musical, and yeah. I actually looked it up, and apparently it's, like, really not, good. Not so, bad? So we'll see, yeah. All right. Hmm. <laughs> the Crosstown Repertory Theater, uh, they're having their Gainesville homegrown local playwright showcase this wow, weekend, uh, which is super you. interesting. They're like a real local theater. Like they try to make an effort to inspire local arts and stuff, which is super awesome. And so they're having their their local playwright showcase. And it basically is it's a bunch of uh, stage readings or performances of original work that was made in Gainesville, like either written or produced by people in Gainesville. It's really interesting. So that's this weekend, December 8th through 11th. Uh, Check out acrosstown.org for more information on that one. And also at the Acrosstown Repertory Theater is their production of Artie, Herschel and the Hanukkah Goblins, The Baker's Dozen, A St. Nicholas Tale. Wow. (laughs) That's a mouthful. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm not sure if it's like separate shows or um, all one big show, but it's by their youth troupe, uh, which is, you know, younger uh, thespians, if you will. (laughs) And it looks really interesting. So it's going to be December 17th and 18th. That's worth checking out again, acrosstown.org for more information. Go watch it for the kids, guys. Yeah, support the the local theater in general. But like young theater, they need to be inspired. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly, the children. So yeah, so you got plenty of options. Uh, this is going to be our last show uh, for the semester, obviously, because we have to go live our holiday lives and enjoy our break. Yeah. But yes. you're going to have plenty of show options the next couple of weeks. Again, Ultimate Christmas Show abridged at the Hippodrome through the 18th, Christmas Carol through December 22nd, uh, Little Women through December 18th at the GCP, and then the ART across town Tory Theta has uh, their local showcase this weekend. And has their Artie, Herschel, and the Hanukkah Goblins, the Baker's Dozen, a St. Nicholas Tale. That really is a mouthful. Uh, so much. <laughs> December. They need to come up with an acronym. <laughs> right? Well, I guess Artie was, was solid. Oh. Oh, that. <laughs> I, I think that's the group, though. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. I think it's like a, a, a Crosstown Repertory Youth Theater, Theater Youth, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm really I'm spitballing, guys. Okay. I'm going for it. That's okay. okay. <laughs> uh, but it, it looks interesting. So you have plenty of shows. Um, and that's going to wrap up local theater this week, and that's going to bring us to some holiday madness with Sabrina. Yes, yes. So <laughs> if you guys remember for Halloween, I kind of talked about Halloween TV specials. So I think I recall. Yes. Well, I'm speaking to our audience. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. So in the same kind of spirit of Christmas and holidays, so I'm going to talk about some of my favorite holidays TV specials that have been on TV. And ironically enough, most of the, the ones on this list, I think all of them actually are NBC shows. So <laughs> I don't know. I guess I just have a bias towards NBC. Like, I mean, Christmas they make great specials. comedies too. Yeah, there was one point where nothing but comedies. Yeah, <laughs> there was one point that where like rough, yeah. amazing shows were all on NBC, NBC? at once. Yeah, like all at once. So I guess I'll yeah start when they had their off. powerful Thursday block for a while too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So not so much anymore. But anyway, <laughs> um, well, since Parks and Rec ended, they've been having a rough, rough patch. Yeah, they have. But that's like a whole other podcast. Honestly, <laughs> I could talk about the rise and fall of NBC for a long time. Coming at you next week. <laughs> Just kidding. But no. um, this first one's actually my, one of my favorite holiday episodes think, of all time. Yeah, I think it is my favorite holiday episode. So. So it's um, 
friends and i think it's called the one with the armadillo yes it is i'm assuming that's what it's called (laughs) i think it's the one with the hanukkah armadillo i think they even put hanukkah in there it probably is so if you don't know immediately what we're talking about you've probably never seen friends but um, it's all on netflix just saying yeah it's worth it It i binge watched it this summer it was so easy to do it all 10 seasons but literally yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so anyway ross geller (laughs) is jewish so in the show he has a son named ben and ben lives with his um lesbian moms cole sprouse Yes, who is actually Cole Sprouse. So not the God, lesbian mom, uh, the, the 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 kid Ben, not the lesbian yeah. mom. <laughs> I felt like that was self-explanatory. Just in case the way that was worded yeah. was badly. So um, <clears throat> they haven't taught Ben about Hanukkah. So of yeah, course, emphasizing Christmas. Yeah. So then when Ben comes over to Ross's place, Ross is like, what? You don't know about Hanukkah? You don't know about your like festival your history, lights? the festival of lights? Yeah. So he but Ben is like really gung ho on just Christmas because and of Santa, Santa Claus and, and Santa, Santa. And and gifts and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And basically like the whole like gift part of Christmas. So Ross tries to find a Santa suit to <laughs> try to get pretend to be santa and explain to ben why his good friends all celebrate hanukkah and (laughs) talk more about why hanukkah is like a thing and why he's like it's important to ben that he knows the story behind it Mm -hmm. and he can't find of course a (laughs) christmas like santa suit suit because it's the day of or like the day before and yeah, they're all booked or sold out or course, I yeah. don't know like in New York really you can't find one single Santa, yeah, Santa suit like I mean it's a sitcom yeah <laughs> yeah Let's but be fair I, he should have just paid off some guy ringing a bell yeah, on the street <laughs> outside the Salvation Army <laughs> you know what I mean like anyway uh, so he he but then we never would have had the Hanukkah yeah until. so in a response to that he finds an armadillo costume and he's like I'm the Hanukkah armadillo. I'm here to explain to you about Hanukkah. Yeah. And Ben is like, WTF? Like, (laughs) what? Who are you? And then, of course, once he's finally starting to make a little bit of progress, Chandler comes in and lo and behold, what? A Santa Santa suit. And then Ben's like, oh, Santa, Santa. And (laughs) yeah, I just, I love that episode. I think my favorite part about that moment, too, is like, when he's talking to Ross, he's still talking like Santa. Yeah, he's what like, "What are you doing here?" He's like, "What are you?" Car. He's no, like, he's, he's like, like, "What are you?" Turtle, <laughs> turtle thing. Like, he's and, like, "Where'd you get the suit?" And he's like, "I borrowed it from a friend at work." And yeah, so and then he's like, "I'm not a turtle. I'm an armadillo." <laughs> and yeah, they just have this like part bantering. Jewish friend. <laughs> just go go watch the episode, please. Even yeah. if you if you have to watch one episode of Friends during the holidays, please do that one. Watch that one. It's I a, mean, it's a blast. They have several. I think almost every season has at least one Thanksgiving episode and one Christmas. One episode, Christmas. Yeah. It's like holiday. Christmas slash New Year's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one that they had that was like a a New Year's dance. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. When they go in there on the show? Yeah. When For Rock and Eve, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. so funny. It's, oh, that's sad, though, because Dick Clark, man. 
Oh, oh. yeah, that is sad. Yeah, but it was really great because, like, I mean, it's worth watching. It might make you a little bit sad, but it's really nice because, like, they're super excited oh, to yeah. be on Dick Clark's not Rock and Eve. Yeah, know? and then they get, like, really competitive about it. And, and they have the routine. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then there's also, like, a subplot of Joey taking his really hot Australian roommate. Look, we could talk about Friends yeah, for years. Yeah. Let's Honestly. move on. Okay, so the next one that is amongst one of our oh, favorites. Oh, do we miss Superman? I'm sorry, going back oh, to Friends. Well, yeah, so in the end... There's Chandler as Santa Claus, Ross as the Hanukkah armadillo, and then Joey decides to join in, and he comes dressed as Superman. Yeah. So, so that was just really random, actually. It's such a Joey thing yeah, to do. Joey, Joey is random. Yeah, it, Joey it was would great. think that by coming in as Superman, mm-hmm. he would save the day. Like, it's yeah. just wonderful. But of course, like in the end, just like everything else with sitcoms, it all ties in at the end and he's enlightened and knows all about Hanukkah. It's a happy ending. Yeah, it's a happy ending. So it's it's very sweet because it ties in like, I don't know, the history behind holidays rather than just like the commercialization of it. Commercialization, yeah. Yeah. So moving on to another very- I've never heard of this one, by the way. Yeah. Which one? The 30 Rock Luda Christmas? Luda Christmas, yeah. Oh, That's a great name, though. It's very near and dear to my heart. So (laughs) on um, 30 Rock, it's one, I think it's like season four or something, but 30 Rock's one of my favorite shows, personally. Hmm. And so the 30 Rock writers, it's like a, if you've never seen 30 Rock, it's a show within a show. So it's kind of based on Tina Fey's experience at SNL, and Mm -hmm. she makes a show about, like, writers for that type of, show in the show being put on itself yeah yeah and so it's it takes place all at 30 rock like rockefeller center studio like whatever so they the writers always have this christmas party called luda christmas and it's amazing it's like they get strippers (laughs) they have alcohol they have like prostitutes even and it's like everyone's favorite event but yet there's Kenneth the page he's like an NBC uh page in the page program Mm -hmm. and even though the page program's like a year he's there for all seven seasons but yeah it's like he's just like this good old boy from Georgia I love him and I'm here in the big city trying to make it because I love TV. And like, so he doesn't want everyone else to be corrupted and forget the true meaning and importance of Christmas, which is like giving unto others more so. And so he kind of like quarantines everyone and keeps them from having their party and everyone's like really really annoyed at him and then also in the meantime liz her family comes in and her brother got into a ski accident in 1985 so he still thinks it's 1985 and then they go out to dinner with jack who is played by alec baldwin and his mom and they have a very interesting relationship they kind of always are hypocritical of each other like a lot and so they go out and jack is like look how perfect this family is (laughs) and she's like they're not perfect i'll show you and then she kind of like ruins their christmas night out because then she like i don't know it's just really really funny and interesting yeah Yeah. it's a very interesting episode and then um in the end they end up having their luda christmas like party like at the office except um they threw away all their like gifts that 
they got and then so they were like yeah let's donate this to the venezuelan <laughs> orphans and i don't know it's just really great and then i think the prostitute just ends up like sitting on a couch while they all hug and cheer <laughs> with each other that's awesome yeah but definitely check out uh 30 rock Luda christmas it's on netflix all seven seasons of 30 rock are on netflix i've probably watched 30 rock three times now wow so i 10 out of 10 would recommend <laughs> it but another NBC show that is on Netflix and you can watch this oh, episode. This episode's so good. Is The Office Christmas Party. <laughs> I think this is in like the second season of The this Office. This is one of my top 10 this favorite Office episodes. So good. Oh yeah. my God. It's like it, my favorite thing too is like it must be season two because that's it is. where Jim and Pam are in season two. Mm-hmm. But, ugh. Yeah. Michael in this episode. Oh my god. Michael, I miss Michael, Michael in every episode. Yeah. Except like the last season. It's so good. I, I love it. So if you don't know which one we're talking about, it's the Christmas party, the office Christmas party where they're supposed to have a secret Santa, but of course um <laughs> Classic Michael, Michael doesn't like the gift that Phyllis got him, which was what? It was like She knitted him something. She knitted him a, a mitt. An oven mitt. Yeah. An oven mitt. That's yeah. what it was. Oh my god. And he hates it. And she put in all this time and effort into making it and he's like She'll like a hand, uh, le- legitimately though, like she hand knits this amazing and oven he, mitt. And he basically talks crap about it right in <laughs> he front of like, her. He he's literally, like, this? this sucks. Like, <laughs> yeah. He so, literally goes like, this is such a crappy game. Yeah. And she's just kind of sitting there like, oh, okay, Michael. Like, so, oh my God. So. Poor Phyllis. So Ugh. he turns the secret Santa into like a. A white elephant. A white elephant mm-hmm. type thing where you have to like steal the gift that you want. So, of course, because of that, Jim had gotten Pam, so he put in all this time and effort into thinking about what Pam would want, and he ended up getting her a teapot, and he wrote, like, a love letter and put mm-hmm. it inside and put, and like, a bunch of memory stuff in there. Yeah, it was, really it was cool. like, really personal, and it was like, oh, So Jim, sweet. Like, you're so nice. But, of course, Dwight steals the <laughs> gift, and he's the one that ends up- Dwight's like, I want a teapot. <laughs> yeah. Or something like that. And then, so, when he opens it, Pam immediately was like- oh this is meant for me sort of thing because like she kind of knew her personal gift Uh and so she has to try to convince Dwight to exchange the teapot that he has for the iPod that she stole Mm -hmm. and of course like why wouldn't you want a free iPod (laughs) this is Dwight we're talking about but he's like oh I don't know I kind of want that I kind of want the (laughs) teapot yeah I forget how she ends up getting it though so do she you? does. She, she somehow she yeah. snags it. She back trades again. back. She yeah, says, she trades yeah. it back. Uh, Roy was gonna get her an iPod like thing anyway, so she'll take the teapot. Yeah, exactly. And um, and then also to top off the canon of NBC shows that we love with the Christmas specials and holiday specials, I feel like every single SNL Christmas every, holiday special has just been one. gold. They're all good. Yeah. I, I That's like, even if it's a bad year for SNL, I feel like their Christmas special is always good. Yeah. I felt like last year was especially bad for SNL. I don't know. I did. I just don't recall any episodes they that really I really They really came liked. back to form this year. Yeah, they did. It's been a while since was, they've been this um, good. The one with Ryan Gosling and the Santa thing, was that last year or was that during the- I don't know. I can't I remember rem- if that was last year during Christmas remember. or if it was like in the middle of the year. That was so funny though. I think that's my favorite Christmas skit they've ever done. They're like, where's Santa? We want Santa right now. And they start like breaking funny. stuff in yeah. the house. Yeah. Oh my my favorite is definitely when um, Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake were on <laughs> together. I think it was 2014. 
I'm not I think sure. It was, it was definitely two to yeah. I want to say it was it was a two and a half. Years it was either ago, so. 2014 or 2013, but I'm leaning towards 2014. I think it was 2014 because that's around when he took over the Tonight Show, right? Yeah, yeah. Because he has him on the Tonight Show to talk about it. Everything you're, yeah, you're right. they do together is hilarious. It's, it's so freaking funny. Mm-hmm. So freaking funny. Yeah. And so if you haven't seen that one, definitely go back and check it out. Go back and check it out. I'm pretty sure this is all on YouTube or NBC is pretty good about. I think they having have their back catalog on there yeah Yeah, like on their actual website so please do yourself a favor watch these really happy warm to your heart (laughs) christmas holiday specials because i don't know i feel like it's very easy to get caught up with like i gotta Mm -hmm. buy this and it's like easy to get stressed out but i feel like if you just go back to your favorites and watch them then everything will be okay i appreciate the the beauty of art you know yeah. Show your friends the Hanukkah armadillo. Yes, watch the Hanukkah <laughs> armadillo. Luda Christmas. <laughs> watch the Hanukkah armadillo. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, yeah. I think that is it for TV specials. All right, I think that means that we're going to have to move into Nico's segment. Woot woot. Okay, so uh, coming up first, we have Luke Cage renewed for the second season officially. Ow, ow. Um, and we were just having this conversation. That was a weird sound. Right? Me? Thank you. Yeah. Uh, no, like, ow, ow. Like, no, I mean, you know? I got why, but. <laughs> oh. Leave Isabella alone. Thanks, Sabrina. It was cute. Damn, That's all I'm saying. All right, all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we all kind of saw it coming. Um, we were just kind of waiting on the official word. So that joins the stacked lineup. That stack, Netflix, stack. Stack. That Netflix has. That was hard as. <laughs> that Netflix has. Including uh, Iron Fist and The Punisher and The Defenders and. Yeah, the other, defenders. Other, like, other things up. that are unannounced, you know, like the third season of Daredevil, which I'm patiently, impatiently <laughs> waiting on. Um, it's like, just tell us already. We know it's coming. You don't have to keep us, you know, strung along like yeah, this, Marvel. We uh, know. I think they're going to wait, though. Because I think they're going to, because Iron Fist is coming out. I think they're going to do a second season of Jessica Jones before they do a third season of Daredevil. Yeah, they also that's also unannounced. But we also see that coming, too. I think I think they said summer next year. Jessica Jones. I might be wrong. We'll see. Um, Let's go. Well, when's Punisher coming out? Because they haven't given us that yet either. Well, you know, I mean, I don't know, because um, because like the second season of Daredevil kind of just came out the blue, at least for me. That yeah, kind of. They, di- they didn't make a big deal about it for sure. They're just like, hey, second season, real quick. Hey guys, it's up. It was in like with it was Check all. It. it seemed like it was within like the same year or within a year from when thing. It was a little like, over a year. Just a little over here. But I mean, yeah. But they had Jessica Jones come out in between. Yeah. So. so. We'll but the production schedule is way more tight now because they're having like a series come out every like three, uh, three months. Like a whole season? Practically, yeah. Because, oh. well, because Luke, well, I guess it's not quite three. It's a little, it's a little more than three months. Well, if Iron Fist is coming out in February? Um, I want to say February or late January. Did you guys see the? Then, yeah, it's about three months. Photos got released, right? It yeah, looks yeah. dope, dude. Photos. Tell you. Um, we also see Claire Temple in those photos. Thank she's you in every single transitioning one. to my next point. Yeah, she's in everything. She's the most powerful non-powered person. In <laughs> she brings everyone <laughs> together, you know. Um. Also, um, we're, we're gonna save that point for a little later. Uh, Transformers: <laughs> The oh, Last God. Night trailer. Uh-huh. Most people are not <laughs> pro on that trailer, and even Transformers fans are like, "It looks weird." It does look weird. <laughs> I like, just don't Bumblebee? get why they're doing another. Because the last one made look- like one point one billion dollars. That's why. <laughs> 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 it's ridiculous amount of money. 
Um, <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I, I saw it. It was like, I mean, actually, I didn't see it on purpose. I was actually watching YouTube, and then the ad <laughs> just came on, and I was like, well, let me see what this is about. Um, the, for the trailer? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Um, I mean, it looks kind of, I mean, they didn't really answer a lot of questions. They posed a lot of questions, so I guess it makes you want to see the movie. It serves a purpose. I don't know, man. Bumblebee doesn't look the same, really. Yeah. His, like, his the way his face is built, I guess. Would it's be weird. The, yeah. It's odd. What? It doesn't, like, the, he doesn't the CGI have the CGI build is different, yeah. The little half-face mask thing anymore. Mm. He probably can talk, which is weird. Um, yeah, I, don't, I mean, to be honest, it just seems like even Transformers fans aren't excited about this trailer. What is this? Because I think they were like, oh, okay, cool, they're rebooting the franchise, and now they're just like, well, what the hell is this? They're like, not really <laughs> rebooting it, though. I thought they were going to well, do a reboot. Well, they did with Mark yeah, Wahlberg, yeah. but they didn't technically reboot it because they basically just replaced the main character. Right. Yeah, which is stupid. And like That's so stupid. You took the words right out of my he's mouth. he's a new person or whatever, but I mean, I don't know. I, don't know. I saw something that was, seemed kind of interesting. Like It seemed like um, Optimus was fighting for like the other side. The way the plot I looks, have no idea. it looks like it's going to be like um, humans versus... The, 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 uh, versus zombies? Dun, dun, dun. Well, I didn't want to say the robots. The cars? I go even. Yeah, because. The humans versus the cars? <laughs> like, I think it has something to do with their planet dying and they're trying to, like, save mm-hmm. their planet. So, like, Optimus switches sides or something. Yeah, like, I, I saw a little clip I heard of him uh, fighting uh, Bumblebee in the trailer. It looked like. I heard that it's kind of like Civil War where it's, like, two people fighting one person for the interest of the humans, like, thinking itself it's the interest of the humans, and the other is, like, fighting with the humans against the people who think they have their best interest at heart. Right. You know what I mean? Because kind of like in Civil War, how it's like, like one side thinks that superheroes need to be controlled for the best of humanity, versus the other side thinks that they need to have their own free will. Right. I mean, I don't know. I um, think the Transformers just think that the humans are ruining the planet, which they are. So yeah. they're not wrong. Message. <laughs> um, <laughs> if, if this movie has an environmental message, I will go see it. Okay. <laughs> if that's if they want to do that, because especially right now in these times, we need a pro environment message from a huge blockbuster. I mean, I don't know. It seems kind of interesting, but I don't think like if you think about it, if it's like the last night and like the last person fighting on like the human side is Bumblebee, mm-hmm. it's probably not going to be that long of a movie. There's <laughs> plenty of. I don't want to be that guy, but there's plenty of other Transformers who could probably just, I mean. I feel you, man. You know, I'm not saying, like, he doesn't stand a chance. I mean, you know. I mean, he'd get his Damn. Butt but, there's, but there's a lot of them is all I'm saying. <laughs> the cards are not in your favor. One versus 20 is not a great it's fight. It's just not a saying. good fight. Yeah. And it, I don't think they're going to come at you one by one like old kung fu movies. Like, they're just going to circle No, it's up not going to be a like, fair fight, no. <laughs> um, okay. Um. I don't want to end on a dark note, so we'll put this in here. <laughs> um, <laughs> Green Hornet actor Van Williams has passed away at age oh, that's 82. so sad, too. He's uh, best known for his work in the Green Hornet series in Old the 1960s. School. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Sad day. Prayers to him and his family. Um, now, on a much lighter note, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy new trailer. Ooh. We all this is what everybody up. was waiting on. Everybody was holding their breath yeah. in the studio. They're like, they he's going to get to it. He's going to get to it. I promise. Um, but yeah, so starring Baby Groot and Mantis. <laughs> baby Baby Groot feet everybody else. <laughs> like, like, he took over that trailer for sure. Oh, He really did. Yeah, so cute. 
So just like it's like it just. You know. It was just funny that he had like a little action figure size suit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I thought that was funny. So and then what killed me was the scene when Rocket's explaining, "Don't press the that button," and the so person goes, good. "I am Groot," and like, <laughs> like I'm Groot. I'm just excited to see that they didn't lose the magic of the first movie. Yeah, like, it looks like it's still going to be comedic and lighthearted and not at all like super dark. You know, right. yeah, and that bit, like you said, with Mantis and at the cheesy. end and Drax, that was so, so good, funny. so funny. I, I I appreciate Drax so much. <laughs> he just <laughs> he's just so unaware, and it's so great. Oh, but man. yeah, solid ten out of ten on that trailer, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just I was, want more. I was just excited because um, I don't know when they went with the baby group at the end of the movie. Um, at the end of the last movie, I didn't know if they were gonna like. St- like I don't want to say like steal his powers from him, but you know, mm-hmm. like make him weaker. But, like he's he seems like he's, he's at least from the trailer, it, yeah. he still got all the same like you know what I'm saying he strength just, and whatnot. He just, he's like just like smaller. He's like yeah. mini me, more compact. Yeah, basically, kind of like Ant Man. How like Ant Man is like the same strength even though he's smaller. Right, he's yeah. just smaller. Yeah, I mean you know it, it's it's good. It looks good. And speaking of group, uh, Vin Ooh. Diesel, um, in. in um, a recent interview that I don't have the search source for. So. Okay. <laughs> An anonymous tip. No. <laughs> he uh, has got a hinted, call from Vin Diesel himself. Yeah, that that's my guy. That's a pretty solid source. It's the right? Diesel. The D's. The D's. Yeah. The D's. That's, that's my guy. <laughs> um, he 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 hinted at a Groot versus Hulk showdown at some point in the Marvel <gasps> universe. What? One. I I don't know. I How don't necessarily <laughs> know. I don't. I'm not gonna say this is accurate. This is just something he said. I mean, like, was it maybe something like he something he would want? I think it was more so along the lines like I would love to do something <laughs> like that. But like, that would be the come only on. thing I could see it happening Hulk. in is an uh, in Infinity Stone. Yeah, in yeah. Infinity War. Infinity Wars. Yeah, Infinity, Infinity Stone. Stone. You know, uh, no, because like Hulk can be controlled the most easily in terms of like turned to have to be like. I, I said that wrong. So, like, no, uh, no, it's like, hard to control the Hulk, but it's easy to turn him wild. It's easy to manipulate him. Yeah. yeah. So, like, if Groot had to stop the Hulk, I could totally see that happening. And it would I mean, have to be. It would definitely be interesting to watch. If well, like, could, when like, Iron Man had to stop the Hulk, I mean, it's pretty easy to think of that scenario. Yeah, it's if just, they could, like, you know what I'm saying? If they could figure out how to pencil that in. How great would it be, though, be... like, little baby Groot just trying to I stop the Hulk? I was so thinking that, but no. They're, they're probably... I am Groot! <laughs> yeah. I think they would have to go with, they would have to go with full-grown Groot. Yeah. Like, there's no way. It would be so much funnier if it were still baby Groot. <laughs> that it would, would be, be hilarious. Funny, but... He's, like, then... teenage Groot now. Yeah, yeah. teenage Groot. <laughs> Angst Groot. Preteen. Like, I, I mean, am Groot. Okay, like Groot. He's a really good preteen Groot. <laughs> He's just angry. <laughs> He's just angsty and angry. Listen, all the time. okay. I am Groot. Okay. Uh, I am Groot. I mean, I don't know. I think that'd be interesting to watch. Like when you just said uh, preteen Groot, it just made me like kind of nerd out for me. <laughs> like, um, like I was thinking of all the different boos in like uh, Dragon Ball. Oh my god! And like Kid Boo was like low key my favorite. Kid Boo like, was the best because yeah. he was just like he just so looked ang- like yeah, everybody angsty. was kind of playful. He was just angry all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah angsty teen, um, <laughs> preteen. That would be cool though. It would be and, cool. And uh, he also was uh, saying that something. I guess this is also something that he would just want to do would be a uh, rocket and group movie. Rocket Solo Man. movie? Or yeah, like, like duo a, movie? Well, yeah, mm-hmm. like a duo movie. Like to follow up the Guardian series. That'd be cool. You're saying if he was James Gunn, he would probably be thinking that. I don't think they're going to do a movie, but they might do one of those one shots. You oh, know, like the Marvel yeah, one like shots. Yeah, like a little one, like, little, like seven, Kinda six like minute videos. Films, yeah. yeah, I love those. 
I they, haven't, they haven't done one of those in a while. That's because they're almost exclusively reserved for solving plot holes. Okay, that's true. <laughs> to be fair. That's true. All right. Um, and to wrap up comic book and movie news, I guess I should just throw this in here because we're about to get into the um, the whole schedule <laughs> and we're going to talk about that a lot. So uh, before I get there, Dead Rising 4 comes out December 6th. So Get there's, excited. There's your game news. Dead Rising 4 is an open world zombie game. You say December 6th? December 6th. That's... Wow, it's out, guys. Go get yeah, it. Yeah, that's today. <laughs> oh, that's definitely today. <laughs> that's straight up out, yeah. Go get that. That um, game looks really dope, though. I almost pre-ordered it. I mean, I've played all the other ones. I don't know. It gets kind of one notey for me as far as, like, because you kind of just go out and you meet weirdos. And then, that's true. And, you know. I don't know. I mean, I'm excited about it. I don't mean, bring me down. <laughs> I mean, no, it's definitely a fun game to play. And if you're, you know. You I think I'm going to rent it from Redbox and see if I feel like buying it. That's usually how it works. <laughs> that's how I roll. Um, anyway, tell us about the Marvel movies coming out, man. Yes, full comic movie release. Oh, all comic schedule. book movies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so March third, twenty seventeen. Well, starting March third, twenty seventeen, we have Logan Looks on the third. So hey, hey. Uh, Ghost in the Shell on the thirty first of March. That's then. the whitewashed Scarlett Johansson one. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of lot of controversy on that movie. So much. Not some, gonna, not so much anger. So, so much saltiness salt. from yeah. so. Oh, yep. Um, May fifth, Guardians. Volume two. I can't wait for that. So ow, ow. my like that's gonna be my post graduation movie right there. Mm-hmm. Um, June second, Wonder Woman. Yes. Hey. Hey. Uh, June sixteenth, Kingsman, which isn't yes. necessarily it's a sequel. It's based oh on the graphic God. novels. Wow. I forgot yes. about that. Yeah, just my like boyfriend makes fun of me so much because he's like, when Kingsman came out, I went to see it twice in theater so good though and then like i streamed it illegally like twice after that and he's <laughs> like oh my god you're so obsessed with kings man i was like yeah the sequel looks dope too though wait is the trailer out i don't even know no oh, they haven't put a trailer out there but oh, they've been okay. talking about it like oh, they have boy. a lot of little tiny oh boy <laughs> the, um, the announced cast is pretty cool if you look it up okay um october Skipping. I can read, I promise. Uh, <laughs> July 7th, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes! That looks go. good, too. Uh, um, I, it's so a, in between the way they have that set, too. It's like Guardians 2, Spider-Man Homecoming. Is it okay? I'm actually, um, I <laughs> it's think... It's like an Ant-Man release style. I think I'm more excited for Spider-Man Homecoming than I am Guardians. Because, like, Me Guardians, too. I know it's going to be good, you know. Um, but I'm mm. excited to see I'm excited to see Spider-Man. Peter Parker again. I'm hesitantly excited. Um, Spider-Man is my favorite. Yeah. I love Spider-Man too, but they've made so many Spider-Man movies. But come on, you But like, that's why I just I just want his story to be told. You want I, the if, character to go yeah, home, I Like get you. I want Yes, I want it to get past the no whole um Thank you. like second villain, okay. That it? How many times does Uncle Ben have to die? I think, I think this movie, no matter what, will be good simply because it's like still got him and Iron Man together, and their chemistry's great. Yeah, and, and Tom's Tom Tom Holland's really I good. I love Thomas. Yeah. I think he he's my favorite one. Mm-hmm. He might yeah, he might be my favorite too. Yeah, but uh, what, 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 what else? But is I coming think out? but Toby I think Maguire. because you know Ugh, Uncle Ben's okay. already dead and all that. of that, we could we get to skip all that you know ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the origin part of it. It's just yes, it's finally time. To like for him to move on with the story. I was a really big fan of Spider Man growing up. I read most of the comics. So for me it's like, oh my God, can we just move <laughs> past this? Like, please <laughs> let his story be told. Yeah. But anyway, that's just me. Okay. Um October sixth we have an untitled <laughs> Fox Marvel film. So 
I think that's theoretically going to be uh, what is ah uh, Fox Marvel because that's Deadpool, right? Mm, they haven't uh, announced Fox it yet. Is Fox does have Deadpool, doesn't it? Fox yeah, Deadpool. they do. They own the rights to Deadpool. It's probably Deadpool then. Because Deadpool is technically a mutant. And they they own... haven't clarified it yet, but I I feel like that's one of the dates they're keeping open. Because they keep avoiding declaring a release date for Deadpool 2 because of the trouble they're having in pre-production. Yeah. So it's either going to be that date or it's going to have to be pushed back. Well, I mean, like it's not another X-Men movie, is it? No. No, it can't be. Uh, I think I they're mean, rebooting. Maybe. I heard they're rebooting the whole franchise after what? Apocalypse. Stop. What? Stop. Yeah. What? They're not. Um, I wouldn't be shocked. Apocalypse oh, was pretty bad. But anyway, moving on. We got to wrap this up. So it's around out 2017 since we're not going to get to 2018. Um, <laughs> we have uh, The Inhumans, which is a Marvel ABC release. And it's going to be a series, but the first two episodes are coming out in IMAX. That's oh, interesting. Wow. Right. That was a change because they pushed that back like a lot. They kept pushing it back. Yeah, at one point I said that they weren't gonna. They weren't gonna. What was it? No, they weren't gonna give them a movie. They were supposed to do the movie, right? Yeah, and then they never did. Yeah. yeah but. And then uh, November third, you have Thor Ragnarok. A. And a. to round out the year, at least from what we have on document, Justice League on November seventeenth. Whoop whoop. That's nice. the only DC movie other than Wonder Woman that I'm hesitantly excited about. Wow. Wait, Marvel's. Releasing three movies in one year? Yeah, yeah. that's their new move. Is the next phase is three movies a year, and then it oh, might go up to God. four. Oh my oh, goodness! Wow, that's fantastic. Three's hard, man. I don't know how they. That's a hard. lot. That's a lot of people. That's They're probably they like in rolling and dough up there. They're like, let's just give the fans what they want. Well, actually, no. well, never mind. If you're talking about this Marvel Studios period, I guess um because you have because I was about to say Logan. X-Men, so well, that doesn't count. That's Sony. No, because okay, it's, so it's Guardians, Spider-Man, yeah. the Thor. Marvel, yeah. Marvel yeah. Cinematic okay, Universe. Yeah, yeah. MCU. Yeah. So Thor. Um, Spidey. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And Guardians. Guardians. And then Guardians 2. Um, yep. But the Fox Marvel film. But that's Fox. Doesn't count as Fox. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm, talking, I'm talking, you know, Marvel. MCU, MCU, yeah. It has to be MCU. MCU. Mm-hmm. Cause they're that's by Marvel Entertainment, which is actually making the yeah yeah facilitating yeah, the movies. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. okay. Otherwise, like Marvel characters, there are tons of. <laughs> okay. I was about to say, if we're just yeah. talking Marvel characters, there's like six. <laughs> they're definitely <laughs> out producing DC for sure. But uh, is that is that it for the? Um, uh, that's it for 2017. Nico Wait, segment wrapping up. We're not gonna touch yet. It's okay. We got some time on that one. Yeah, <laughs> we got plenty of time. All right, let's move into movies. Uh, Moana, guys, did you guys see it yet? I Not did. No. You saw it? it? Did you yeah. like it? I did. Um, I thought it was, like, it was good. It was... Not my favorite, Aww. but I still, I enjoyed watching it. I thought it was kind of dark for a Disney movie. And that's what I liked about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, like, the audience for that is, like, my 10-year-old sister who got scared, you know? Really? Yeah. Shout out, Shout out to my yeah. guy, DJ. Um, but it was so good. Yeah, I was like, who? I forgot the rock that he calls him. Yeah, nicknames. Um, but I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. My sister still liked it. She went to go see it again. I've seen it twice. I gotta tell you, both were magical experiences for me. Not to say that you'll have magical experiences, because obviously she's kind of like, eh. But I would just go in with an open mind. You know, here's a little yeah, tidbit. Yeah, it was really good. I loved all the songs. They were stuck in my head all here's night. Here's a little tidbit. It's a little personal tidbit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you know that Dwayne, he does the entrance every time he comes into my house? <laughs> the whole what? entrance. What? The theme song and all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Solid. 
It's good guy. to know that Nico's got him on speed dial. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, that was number Along one with, with 28.27 million. <laughs> uh, keeping the number one spot at second week. That movie's making plenty of money. Don't worry about Disney. Um, Fantastic Beast sticking at the number two spot. Yes. Uh, with another 18 million. That movie's making money as well. Can't wait for the sequel. Uh, Arrival still sticking up. It's been staying high up there. I told you this will be a sleeper. Uh, 73 million. So that movie, that movie's making it back. So back. good. Uh, I, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I really oh do have to gosh. check it out. It um, was phenomenal. <laughs> another Paramount movie, Allied. Um, seven million here in the number four spot, sticking at number four. Doctor Strange still around. Another six point seven million on that one. I mean, it's making tons of money. Uh, in the number six spot, Trolls still here. I know you're happy, Isabella. <laughs> it's just um, so stupid. <laughs> I just love that every time there's a movie like Kung Fu Panda 3 or Trolls, you're just like, I'm so glad it's still here. I look, I'm <laughs> repping the Kung 10. Fu Panda, yeah. I can't believe Trolls is still up there, though. That's surprising. <laughs> that's surprising. I mean, JT, star power. Um, yeah, that's true. And Anna, Anna Kendrick's Anna Kendrick, in it, yeah. too, yeah. yeah. So, I meant like his music, but like them, they're both in it, and there's a bunch of other stars in the, in the voice cast. Uh, but yeah, so number six, Trolls with another 4.7 million. Hacksaw Ridge with another 3.3. Bad Santa 2 in its uh, second week dropped from seven to eight. So not the best performance for that movie. But I mean, I, I like as much as I liked the original, it was a weird, really weird time to have a sequel to that. Uh, 3.3 million on that one in the number eight spot. Incar- Incarnate came out this week. Uh, I got to tell you. Not not did so well. Not so well. Ooh. Number nine spot, $2.5 million. I mean, it's a very low-budget film, but still. And a lot of people really didn't like it. The reviews aren't great, and I'll get to that. And then wrapping up the number 10 spot, the only Christmas movie out at the time, so I guess it popped back up a little bit. Uh, Almost Christmas with another $2.5 million. And that made made its money back because, you know, super low-budget. It's always nice on those movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on to the reactions from the critics. Uh, Moana, 96% with critics, 93% with audiences, so a phenomenally rated movie. Um, even if you just like it. I, th- I feel like I've talked to everyone who's gone to that movie. Yeah, like, I liked it. Everyone at least liked it, but some people are like me who are like, oh my God. Yeah. So you'll at least like it, which is, you know, nice. That's all you're really looking for in a movie. Um, and then Incarnate with 19% with critics and 25% with audiences, so not a big hit there. Opening this weekend, um, I'm excited about... Two of these. Uh, Office Christmas Party comes out. <laughs> yes. Which looks awesome. <laughs> that one looks funny. That one looks like whatever the ludicrous episode, ludicrousness episode yeah, would look like, yeah. like on the movies. <laughs> no, I feel you on that one. Uh, it's got an all-star cast, Jason Bateman, Olivia Munn, TJ Miller, Jennifer Aniston, and a bunch more people. Um, it looks like what would be a good version of the celebrity team-up movie, finally. So it looks really funny. It's about this branch that's threatened with closure by the um, CEO. So the branch manager throws this like epic office party to try and win over the client that could keep them from being closed. And of course, all hijinks <laughs> just go like crazy. It looks very fun. It it just like to me looks like something I would love to watch on the holidays to forget about like all the stress and stuff. So I think that'll be really good. Uh, Miss Sloan coming out in the world of power brokers. Sloan takes on the most powerful opponent of her career and Why will do whatever is required to like win. Sounds like a superhero. <laughs> like... Well, no, it's it's kind of dark, actually. I, my sister saw it already. It's expanding. It was a limited release before, but I don't know. It looks fine. I think Jessica Chastain is the lead actress in it. So yeah. like, it's probably a good acting. It just looks depressing. Yeah. To be honest with you. And that's fine. I mean, sometimes a movie needs to depress you a little bit because it's got a message that's a little depressing. Uh, but it, it's interesting. So 
feel free to check that out if you're looking for something a little bit more like on the brain, you know, tax you a little bit as a viewer. Sometimes I'm it's good. This is the one you're not excited about. It's not that. Yeah, I'm not super excited about it. Mostly because like you don't get excited to go see a really good movie that's going to make you upset. Upset. <laughs> yeah. You go see it because it's going to be a good movie, but still, you don't get excited. This is the movie I'm excited about, and it's only limited this week, but it's going to be going to ex- uh, it's going to expand soon. A jazz pianist and an aspiring actress fall in love in Los Angeles. Sounds familiar. Sounds old school, right? Well, that's because the brilliant director of Whiplash. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Everyone loved that movie. Um, <laughs> Damien Chazelle, it came out, this is his next one. And it's a basically like a love letter to Hollywood. And it has singing and dancing and like old school style along with new school style. And it just looks magical. And I'm it's been a so, while. I'm so excited for that movie to come out. I'm pretty pumped about it. But it's just like, I, lo- I fell in love. Like the reason I want to do film and, and TV, the reason I'm doing film and TV is because like I fell in love with the magic of, of those big studio movies mm-hmm. when they were done right man. before yeah for the music man. <laughs> yeah exactly but so yeah so i'm super excited about this because it looks like a fresh take on it and critics are loving it and audiences are loving it so it's going to be amazing and it's got an all-star cast ryan gosling emma stone rosemary dewitt jk simmons and more it, it looks really good so that's la la land keep an eye out on that one Shout i think it's expanding next week it's my guy <laughs> Ryan G, you just know all these guys, huh? We've been down since Gangster Squad. Yeah, Eastone and I, we're we're super chill. That's Emma Stone, for those of you oh, playing at home. Oh. JK and I hang out all the time. Anyway, <laughs> that's going to wrap up movies. Check out La La Land if it's in your town, and Office Christmas Party if it's not. Either way, got some good choices. But what segment's coming up, Nico? Because I feel like I know. Oh. I think you do know, man. <laughs> oh my God, that was so scary. It's definitely about that time. It's about that time? Tell me what time it is. All the listeners, I want you to turn turn your volume down just a bit. <laughs> Let my voice soothe. <laughs> Listen to the rhythm. Listen. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> well, like, to like, the softness. How all, long is this? We're all go, staring man? at him right now. <laughs> just for you guys. There it is. It's that part of the show. Into the mind of Matt. This is Matt's thoughts. <laughs> wow, that might have been the Christmas longest. jingle edition. Uh, oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> Christmas jingle. I like that. That was a nice touch. Yeah, it's a nice touch. Uh, yeah. So uh, I don't have too much for you guys this week. In my thoughts, I've been really busy with finals and stuff, but I've been staying sane by catching up on New Girl. So I watched all of the last season. Uh, I've been watching it with my girlfriend. She uh, was just as happy as I to get finally get back to the show because we were in love with the show. And it's an easy show to forget about, but once you start watching it, you can't stop. Yeah, it's really good. So I was really happy to catch up on that. I'm catching up on the new season as well on Hulu. Uh, I forgot how much I love the show. I also forget how forgot how much I love Schmidt. Schmidt makes my life happy. Um, and then, of course, you know, it's been nice watching the evolution of Schmidt and Cece's relationship. It's nice to see uh, those characters happy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was surprisingly enjoyed Megan Fox's run as Reagan on the show. I'm usually not a fan of Megan Fox, but she, she had some uh, actual emotion in this character. <laughs> oh. So that was nice. She's usually just like a, you know, yeah. kind of just stands where there with exactly. like her mouth. Half open, kind of. That, well, that's why I'm saying pleasantly like, surprised. Like grotesque amount of makeup sometimes, you know. True. 
But she was more real in this, which was nice. So, yeah, that was refreshing. And uh, overall, solid season, and I'm enjoying the new one. I'll, I'll update you guys as soon as I uh, <laughs> get a little further. And then, of course, the Erica Thought. Grammy nominations. Uh, oh. I'll give you a brief summary. Beyonce got nine nominations. Got the most out of yes. everybody. Lemonade, Slay. man. Drinking that, th- Those nominators be drinking that lemonade, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> thank you for laughing at that pitiful <laughs> joke. Uh, Drake and Rihanna both got eight, so those those guys killing it as usual. Familiar names here, obviously, at the top. Uh, Chance nabbed six, including best uh, seven. new artist. Seven? seven. Yes. It said seven. six. Nope. No, he What's the seven. seventh one? He says seven. He, he was on Ultralight Beam. He, oh, yeah. like, he wrote was... that song also. Oh, uh, okay. So I wouldn't count that, but I, I guess mean, that's true. It's technically Maybe like not six a and Chance half? song, but... Yeah. I don't well, know. I mean, he he the... himself got s- six nominations for like him. Okay, yeah. yeah, so I guess Shout that counts, though. Channel. Channel. Little Channel from 79. Yeah, uh, uh, but anyway, he got six nominations, which is awesome, including Best New Artist, um, because he's finally able to release, or he finally released music somewhat mainstream through Apple Music and stuff, yeah. uh, and Best best Album for Coloring Book, which I think is awesome, and I hope he wins. Yes. Um, and the full list of nominations obviously can be found anywhere, because apparently I don't even know the full list of nominations. <laughs> Clearly you're misinformed. <laughs> Anyway, the biggest uh, biggest surprise for me, and then we'll wrap up the show, uh, Blink-182's comeback album, California, got nominated for Best Rock Album. And uh, I personally love that album this summer. That was like my summer album. Put it in the car. I played it way too much. Yeah. And it was really nice for me because it was the first Blink album since like 2006, in my opinion. Was it like uncomfortably too much? Just like people, getting <laughs> like in people your were car looking at me. Like, okay, bro. Like, I felt it. judged. No, it was, it was about the right amount. But uh, no, I, I listened to it a lot. I really liked it because... Blink hasn't really had a real Blink album since like their self-titled album in 2005, 2006, before they took their indefinite hiatus. And then when Tom came back, the EP was was okay, but Neighborhoods was like, in my opinion, not a real Blink album. It was like so much Tom, so much Angel and Airwaves, and this really went back to their punk roots, and it was nice. But yeah, so that's gonna wrap up uh, Matt's thoughts and Erica's thought there for you. And that's going to wrap up this week's episode of Art Things Considered, where we considered art for you guys. My name is Matthew Slaza. I'm Isabella Pico. I'm Sabrina Braga. And I'm Nico Williams. Give me some work. (laughs) (laughs) And that's going to wrap up this week's episode. We'll see you uh, after the break. Enjoy your holidays. Happy holidays from the team here. And uh, yeah, get some gifts. Drink some delicious eggnog or whatever you feel like doing. Give Nico some work. He will be forever thankful for you guys. See some theater. Watch some movies. Happy New Year. uh, Christmas gift. Christmas gift to Nico. (laughs) 